Hey, hey, hey! Mm, I'm not sure I really like that entrance, but we're just gonna go with it. Hey guys, I am Cami Bleece, and welcome to the Worth More podcast. I am excited for episode 10, and we are talking all about discovering your authentic self, which is why I'm just gonna let that weird entrance go, because that's what I felt, and that was me in that moment, and I'm embracing it. Don't be judgy about it. It probably won't happen in any more intros, but if you want to know how to find your true authentic self, if you want to be more deeply connected to who you are and stop being so guided by cultural expectations and pressures, this is the episode for you. I did a Facebook Live about a year ago talking about this and realized that I hadn't talked about it in this way on the podcast yet. So I'm going to do that today, right now. Um, I'm recording this episode. It's the first day of spring and it is beautiful outside. And I realize that as the season is changing, we are all looking to blossom and bloom. Oh yes, lots of spring puns coming at you. But how do we do that in a way that is truly aligned and connected to who we are and who we ultimately want to be? Well, that is how and why you need to discover your authentic self. So guys, let's go ahead and jump right on in. So what does authentic mean? Well, the definition is just made or done in the original way. Really profound, really helpful in this example. But some synonyms were also genuine, real, and true. And I really liked the synonyms because... I think that it gives the best picture of what it means when you are truly settled into your authentic self. You are genuine, you are real, and you are true. And those are light-filling ways to be described and to live your life. And I think that everyone is drawn to people like that, and we want to be like that. But it is really hard to be someone who is genuine and true when you're not even sure who that person really is. And... That is why I think authenticity is so craved right now in our culture. You know, we're on Instagram and we're all technically seeing parts of each other's lives, but we also feel really disconnected. We don't know who people ultimately are behind the screens. And then it puts a lot of pressure on us to be a certain way as well that isn't necessarily who we really are. So we're craving this genuineness, this connection with others, but it has to start with who we are. It has to start with ourselves. This kind of applies to me a lot because if any of you out there listen to the Enneagram or have any interest in the Enneagram, it is a personality profile. I really don't know how to explain it well. A lot of my friends are super hyped about it. All I really know is I'm a three and I... Um, one of my biggest fears, which I own this really well because shockingly, guess what? And I, I found out my Enneagram after years, a couple of years after my pursuit of my company and my vision. But my biggest fear as a three is to be seen as worthless. Oh, hey, oh, worth more podcast had no idea, but I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. I've always struggled with worthiness and feeling good enough. Um, But something that threes can do, and maybe you can relate to this, is that I can be very adaptable in situations and I know how I'm perceived, so I adapt based on my circumstances sometimes. I've gotten better about it and being trying to be more settled in just who I am 
consistently, but it is hard. And something that kind of begins to happen is that as you adapt, as you sort of change from circumstance to circumstance, or you adjust your answers or your responses based on the people around you and how you know it will be perceived, you begin to lose touch with ultimately who you are. I know that sounds like a little extreme, but that really is kind of one of the, I don't know if repercussions is the right word, but one of the results of the personality type that I am so lucky to be gifted with. And I do feel like I've experienced that before, you know, where it's like, oh, which do you prefer, X or Y? And it's like, I feel it run through, like, maybe I know what I want, but also how is my answer perceived? And maybe, like I said, you can relate to this, maybe you can't. Ultimately, we all sometimes lose part of our connection to ourself over time as we've adapted to the people around us, as we've adapted to what's going to make, you know, everyone around us happy, what's going to make us most successful. And in some ways, you know, maybe it's benefited us, but ultimately, if we're living a life that is a shell of who we really are, then I do really believe it's hard to feel connected. It's hard to feel at peace. It's hard to feel whole. So, we have to begin embracing all of the kind of uniqueness that comes with authenticity. And that can be really scary because maybe you feel like, you know, I'm just not into all the things that everyone's into, or I just don't really care about this stuff or whatever. And not to say that you shouldn't try new things and push yourself out of your boundaries or whatever that might be sometimes, but what it does is you lose sight of who you really are out of fear of rejection. And the truth is everyone has their own version of authenticity. And that is so amazing and should be so freeing for you right now. Realize that who you are is so unique. And if you genuinely can be yourself That is what the world is looking for. That is what the world is needing. Is someone who's really comfortable with all of their quirks and their interests and their flaws and their strengths and their weaknesses, and they just know who they are. That is what we are looking for when we are looking for community, when we are looking for inspiration. We are looking for people who they unapologetically know who they are. Now, this doesn't mean they're like an a-hole because they're like, I don't care. I genuinely really believe that people who are like mean and putting others down and like stomping through other people, I don't believe in my own heart that they are truly connected with themselves in a very loving and compassionate way. I don't think that, that doesn't mean that you can't be direct or dominant or whatever, but you're not an a-hole about it being like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. However, the truth is not everyone has to like you. I'm like sitting here contradicting myself, but you guys know what I mean, right? Like at the end of the day, you will not be everyone's cup of tea, but that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with who you are when the person you're being is not hurting or damaging those around you, Okay. So I got this question and I think that it really plays into authenticity because it judges 
what authenticity is supposed to look like. And essentially it was, you know, if you actually like yourself and if you're at peace with yourself, then why do you try so hard? Why do you put on makeup? Why do you get your hair done? Why do you go shopping and buy on-trend clothes? Why do you work out? Why do you, whatever, insert. If you really liked yourself, wouldn't none of that matter? It's a great question. And I do think that it is very, very valid. But what it does is it takes someone's own personal opinion of those things and presses that belief on other people. So it says, if you like to wear makeup, you're probably insecure or you're conceited. If you wear no makeup, maybe you're really confident or maybe you're trying to hide and you just don't care and you feel like you got better other things to do. Or maybe you post on Instagram, it means you're conceited. Maybe it means, oh, if you're thin, you probably worked really hard and you're super happy. Or if you're fat, you're lazy and you're really unhappy. We make all of these judgments based on our own personal thoughts about those things, plus what our culture has told us about those things, and we then decide what authentic means. But you cannot decide what authentic means for anyone else but yourself. And if someone is trying to define you by their version of authenticity, it's just not really going to work. It's just not really going to align. And that's on them. That's not on you. So we have to stop assuming that we can judge someone based on how they show up physically. That we can say, oh, you're not really being yourself. Or you're trying too hard. Or you're not trying hard enough based on what I think authentic looks like. And when we can do away with that, we can actually all let each other be ourselves without this fear of judgment or ridicule. Because we need to create a space in which people are allowed to be themselves, when people are allowed to be unique. And I'll get to it, but I don't think that that means complacency and apathy. I think that that just means figuring out what things you really care about and things that you really love and owning them and not shying away from them or being embarrassed by them. Some of the most unique things that you love and like and are passionate about are the things that will bring you the most joy. Could be the things that are the answer to the dream job that you've been afraid to admit to yourself. So when you let yourself realize, wow, I really like this thing, and maybe it's just you sitting around talking with your girlfriends drinking wine, fine. But if you know, I really like that and I don't like watching documentaries. Own it. Be okay with it. Doesn't mean you probably shouldn't watch a documentary every once in a while, but find ones you really are interested in. Don't watch one about sports if you don't care about sports. And I really think that when we can own and empower ourselves with what we really love and what we really care about, it shines through because we have passion in us. When you finally choose to be yourself, you make choices that make you feel powerful and peaceful. They make you feel worthy, but they also make you kind. I really believe that when we have this kindness towards ourselves and when we are at peace with a lot of the choices we are making, it makes us want to be kind and loving to others because we know how great it is to feel that way. 
we know that there is nothing to apologize for in how we are and how we were created and we were each created uniquely. And I do believe that God created every single one of us. Even if you don't believe in him, I do. And I really believe that there is something so freeing in knowing that you were not on accident. You were on purpose. And if you shrink or hide away from the things that were purposefully created in you, then you're saying no to the bigger picture that you can't really see yet. And if you struggle with seeing the bigger picture and going with the flow, listen to episode nine because I talk a lot about that. But it is important to believe that those things about yourself, your skin or your hair or your size or your interests, they were not on accident. And you are still worthy and valuable because of And despite and in spite of those things, you are not defined by those things, but those things can be you and you can be proud of them. So when you choose to authentically embrace yourself, what it does is it gives you this energy to pursue things you really love. And that doesn't actually mean complacency and apathy. For me, when I finally realized, yeah, I really like doing my eyebrows And I really like a good mauve lipstick and a great crop top and some high-waisted mom jeans. Yes, I'm real basic. Let me live my life. But when I decided I liked those things and I wasn't really sorry about it, heck, I had so much more fun doing them. And when I realized there were things that I didn't like so much, like going to the gym and lifting weights, (laughs) shocker as a trainer, I decided, what do I actually like? Oh, I like yoga and running and Pilates. And I'm sorry, I just don't want to go do bar squats. That ain't my jam. I know that's like a silly little thing. But at the end of the day, I felt really ashamed of that. Because I'm a trainer, I'm supposed to like the way that I train people. But it isn't my favorite form of exercise. I do it sometimes but I get way more excited to go to a yoga class. I get way more excited to go out in the fresh air and run. And I'm just embracing it. And guess what? It means I work out more because I stop doing what's expected of me and I start doing what I enjoy. And that means I do it more regularly too. So maybe there are things that you love or maybe there are things you're doing that you don't love. But the way that you start to kind of break through that, okay, Cammy, you know, I, I get it. I've hard what's the my honed man I'm like stumbling through this and it's not even coming to me like the word hammered home boom nailed it ah nail and hammer god I my puns forgive me my gosh I don't know what I need right now it's almost five maybe I need wine maybe I need coffee anyways I've hammered home authenticity but how do you discover that for yourself right that is the question First, I think it's really important to take a break from the things that you can that make you conform, the things that make you kind of create a part of yourself that you aren't tr- truly connected to. I get it. You have to show up to your job. You have to show up to some of these things. But what are the little things that you're maybe doing, the things you're buying or listening to or talking about that you're only doing because you're conforming? 
and try and step away from those things for a little while. For me, getting space from Instagram, I've talked about it on a previous episode, was really, really helpful and really necessary to allow me to see the ways in which I had been trying to adapt to be someone else's version of success, and that was never going to work for me. Maybe those are friends. Maybe those are activities that you're a part of that you really do not like and you do not like the person that you are because of them. And I get that that's really scary and really hard to step out of. But when you can step out and refocus that energy towards something that truly lifts you and inspires you and encourages you, it'll be worth it. So kind of take a break from those things that make you conform. Spend time with people or doing things that make you feel most yourself. And maybe you've got to sit down and really think about it. This is a great process to do kind of some journaling, um, just sort of stream of thought writing out. What are things that you're like, oh, I hate that I do this and I hate that I go do these things and I don't like being around these people and I blah, blah, blah. Maybe write those things out and just don't judge yourself, write it. And then start writing the things that you do really enjoy. And maybe you'll realize, wow, I really enjoy puzzles and I haven't bought a puzzle in 10 years. I actually hate puzzles, but I do them once a year on like any family vacation because my mom and my sister are really into it. But guess what? I am fine not liking puzzles, but maybe there's something that you've been doing or you haven't been doing that you realize makes you feel kind of yourself and you're, you want to start doing that more. Spend time with people that make you feel that way. You have a choice of the, of a lot of the things you surround yourself with. And if you are just passively choosing those things or not even choosing those things because you're passively going through life, then the result of your life is the result of that passivity. So yes, you cannot choose your coworkers, but you can choose the energy and who you put into. And you can choose the things that you listen to on the way to work and on the way home. The people you call when you've got some free time. The things that you read on your lunch break. You can choose to do things within those activities that make you feel most yourself. The third thing I think is important is to just block out the haters or the negative feedback. Hopefully people aren't gonna be poopy towards you, but some people just are. They don't like when those around them are changing and growing because more than likely it's shining a light on areas in which they realize they probably need to as well but it's uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. But we all are going to be moving forward every single day. Don't you want to be growing? Don't you want to be becoming better and happier? Absolutely. And there will be people that have no interest in that. And guess what? You don't have to have a lot of time for them. And you can send them off with love and hope that someday they realize they're worth it too. But because you've realized you are worth it, you don't need the hate. You don't need the negativity. Let your light be an example. Let your life be an example to them. And move forward authentically living as you know you truly should be. And that will inspire those around you. I think it's really important for step four is to cultivate a relationship with yourself that is one of love. If you ridicule and judge everything about yourself, ugh, I'm so stupid, ugh, I'm so lazy, ugh, I'm ugly. If all these things you say are just negative towards yourself, you're never going to feel confident in the things that are uniquely yours. You're never going to feel like you can step into the things you were created to step into. 
So you have to cultivate a relationship with yourself that is one of love and one of appreciation. And maybe that actually starts with one of neutrality. Maybe if you have really ragged on yourself for a long time and judged everything about yourself and tried to conform and be everybody else's idea of perfect, idea of happy, idea of success, and you're burnt out and you're judging yourself for it, maybe the goal for you isn't love. Maybe the first goal for you is neutral. Maybe just stop hating yourself. How does that happen? I think building a gratitude practice is really important here. Finding things to be thankful for. Simple as thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for having a bed I like to sleep in. Thank you for coffee, right? It can be simple. It does not have to be these like deep world thank yous, but eventually the cool part is your mind starts to open you up to all these amazing things that you really can be thankful for. And then slowly you turn towards appreciation and appreciation cultivates love. Boom. You love yourself. Guys, it, wouldn't it be amazing if it was that easy? It just takes time. Keep going. And that is why the fifth and final step is keep growing while also learning to find contentment. I know it seems like, how do you even do that? It is so important for you to realize that when you stop challenging yourself, when you stop learning, when you stop trying to grow, you will begin to create this discontentment in your life. That's why a lot of people call it a rut because you've become so content, but not really, that you're passively not growing anymore. So you have to choose to be content while still growing. We've all gone through those ruts, whether it's in your job, in your relationships, in your friendships, in your health. But what it takes is contentment and saying, I'm thankful for the place that I'm in right now, while also moving forward to the place I know I want to be. So continue growing, continue cultivating that authentic self. The person you are when you're 20 is not the person you are when you're 30, which is not the person you are when you're 40. There will be different sides of you that come out that shape you, different experiences. Own them. Be proud of them. Maybe don't let some of the negative ones define you, but be stronger for them and choose to let them still be a part of who you authentically are. Because like I said, you were created uniquely and we need more people confidently embracing that. Confidently embrace the cat lady. Confidently embrace your Netflix binge. Confidently embrace that you just like to go do Tai Chi alone in a park. Confidently embrace that you like to go drive quietly alone for hours listening to opera music. I don't know. Embrace it. Be okay with it. Know that it is beautiful because it is you. And start living more authentically because you and your life are worth it. Have an amazing, amazing day. And I will be talking to y'all soon. Bye.